Hello, and welcome back to Sip That Tea. Today, um, it is a beautiful sunny degrees. Daylight savings has me rejuvenated. Seasonal depression is gone. Kiara's on drugs. I'm super happy. (laughs) I'm not really on drugs. Oh, it's 72 degrees. Bitch, we're going outside after this. I am so lit for life (laughs) now that... The sun goes down later. Yeah. Right? I'm, like, thinking, because when I was living in the city. How sad. It was just foggy all the time. And I remember, like, sometimes I would bar over the bridge and I'd be like, "Mm." is this what the sun looks like? No wonder people are happier over here. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, we're happy and we're glad to be back. So, girl, what are we sipping on today? Today we're sipping on the tea of the beauty community yeah influencers influencers it's influencer well we're talking multiple so influencer. influencers i was just pronouncing it wrong we're also going to be talking <laughs> about lot. hair care makeup yeah um the beauty community and how i got got at pink elephant because yeah. apparently i don't <laughs> deep condition enough you guys it's the funniest story and we're gonna do a little bit about the whole olivia jade aunt becky scam of the college century which like i feel like it's been happening for so long anyway why we're we- gonna get into some things but first y'all you really have to hear about what happened to whitney when we were minding <sighs> our own business at pink elephant picture this it's a beautiful friday evening we've had Two sangrias. Have we had truffle fries? Well, remember we went out to... Um, oh, we went out somewhere else before. We went to Trapasuenio before. before we had margaritas. And we were minding our own business, belly full, happy, had some mm-hmm. margs, left, went to our home, Pink Elephant. Then we had two sangrias. Happy on life. It was... Pink Elephant, by the way, has been getting just more and more lit. Black. <laughs> She's been more black these days. Yeah, and I literally had to ask someone. I was like, where did y'all come from? Because this was not here a couple months ago. Are you guys from San Francisco? I don't know what happened. I don't know if they've just been marketing themselves differently. But Mm -hmm. anyway, Pink Elephant has just been getting more diverse. There's like less sales force, more More. color. (laughs) Less sales force, more Jerome. (laughs) More Tyreek. More Tyreek. I can't. More Tyreek. Yeah. More Ash that you can see. (laughs) Goodbye. Anyway. So we're sitting there minding our own business. We're talking to these two guys who were super cool, like really nice. There was Mm -hmm. these producers, whatever. All of a sudden, this black girl pops up um, and... Since you guys haven't seen Whitney in person, you don't know, but Whitney has these beautiful locks. She has her 4B hair. And my frizz, apparently. And her frizz. But basically, like, I feel like everywhere we go, people get, like, um, hypnotized by your curls. (laughs) Which is really silly to me because... Well, it's confusing for me because apparently I don't deep condition enough, so why am I getting all these compliments? Okay, so what happened was this girl comes up to Whitney and is just like, oh my god, I love your curls. Like, how do you retain your length? Yep. And, okay. (laughs) So this is where, like, the miss 
communication, all of the um, bad vibes started coming in. This is when I should have known that, like, this bitch had no idea what she was talking about. Yeah. She's like, how do you retain your length? And Whitney's like, oh, I don't know. I just be, I just yeah, live my life. Because honestly, it's natural. Like, I have shrinkage, mm-hmm. but... Because of my curl pattern and my hair texture, I'm able to retain more length. length. So if you are, I really like, like I really have pattern. no no way of doing this. If like, you're not aware of curl pattern, there's like a spectrum, mm-hmm. and so like basically everyone in the world has some sort of curl pattern. Most white folk have like four A, so I ain't no shit, and then it goes like down the chart it's like from four, 1a to 4c to 4c right? yeah or yeah. yeah so like most white folk have like 1a or something like that like where they're, they're in the one category one a b or c so everyone has a sort of hair pattern and whitney's hair pattern is more like 4c so like those curls like i wouldn't say they're like ringlets really yeah i wouldn't even say i'm like i'm 4c yeah i don't I feel like I'm in the four cat in the early four category. But I mean, like, y'all, if you just see a um, a light skinned girl with like some sort of like curly hair that's long, you that's kind of what Whitney's hair looks like. Like, um, ooh, who would be a good example? Maybe Yara. Yeah, Yara. Yara Shahid. Except for your hair is just lighter. But exactly yeah. like Yara's hair, that's kind of how Whitney's hair looks like. So it's like she just naturally kind of has longer hair. Mm-hmm. But that's just because of her curl pattern. Yeah. So the girl wanting to know that and Whitney's just kind of like, my life? Me? <laughs> my yeah. scalp? Yeah, I really didn't know what to say because I don't really do anything to retain length. In fact, I th- I feel like I have a lot of shrinkage, which is what I think I, I told her. Yeah. I told her I actually have a lot of shrinkage and she your said, hair is really long. Yeah. And she said, well, how often do you deep condition? And or she asked no, me okay, when the last a time of, of things. So first it was her being like, I'm a hair care enthusiast. I try hair products all the time. Like, <laughs> what do you use? And when he's like, Oh, I use Cantu. She's like, Ooh, Cantu child, the ghetto basically is what she was saying about Cantu. And she, which we both think she was a saleswoman and for honestly, this company. Can I just add that Cantu products are, they do what they need to do and they get, get it, it done, done and they're affordable. It's like, I don't want to be paying a lot of money. 15 bucks for a Shea Moisture conditioner every month. Right, when you can pay or even $15 like, in total exactly. for your, like, three or four products. Or even, like, Carol's Daughter, like, that conditioner, I really like it. It's really good, but it's $13 a tube. Yeah, like, I have that, but I only have that because my mom bought it for me. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so, it's so expensive. So, so she, anyway. She first started roasting her brand of choice. Yes. And then segueing into being, like, a saleswoman and trying to pitch Whitney this, like, um, I don't even know what the fuck oh, it was. Oh, it was called something box or some curl box curl or something. Curl box, yeah. I really don't remember. So it's like some sort of <coughs> hair care like box and you pay like 25 25 a month for a different variety of hair It's products. kind of like a stitch kit but <sighs> hair care version. If y'all are or not Fat familiar. Fit fun. Yeah, like if you aren't familiar with stitch kit, it's basically like 
you get a box Mm -hmm. of like higher quality clothing every month and you like can get what you you keep what you like and send back what you don't I think kind of yeah yeah and it's like like a monthly subscription or something yeah so it was basically like that and like honestly like at first I'm like okay she's still really nice blah 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 blah. like she just is trying to put Whitney on and then it just like keeps going like one step it just went south and she's like oh well like my hair like doesn't have any um like it doesn't retain any length but it's so like it's so moisturized yeah she was saying that she had 4c hair but she's able to like retain her length and texture because and like curl patch like you can see my curls my moisture you can feel like it's not crunchy and then she had like the audacity to kind of like grab Whitney's hair and just like touch it and then like just go how often do you no she was like when was the last time you deep condition and you and it was actually two weeks ago and she was like Oh, but I really had to think back for a minute because I was like, wait, was it two weeks ago? Like I was I had my thinking face on and she was like, yeah, I can tell. My jaw was to the ground. I have never met someone that bold. I was like, I actually started laughing because I was so shocked. I was like, she really said that. She really she said you really should be deep conditioning every week. Which, okay, to be honest, y'all, I did not get that memo. I didn't know you had a deep condition every week. I just thought it was like, you know, you do it periodically. (laughs) She really said, bitch, you're frizzy and it shows. And I don't know how you retain length. Okay, but to anyone It was so confusing, to be honest. Do you guys um, deep condition once a week? If you do, let us know. If you do, drag me. Yeah. Okay, just drag me now. Tell me I've been doing it wrong. Because I really... I... I... (laughs) as a mixed child with a non-black mother we both had to figure out ways for me to take care of my hair as I was growing up and I grew up in a non-black community I can't even imagine it was just me I'm over here like telling my sob story I low-key hate when light-skinned girls are like as a mixed kid I struggled (laughs) I low-key hate doing that which is why I'm like imitating them right now but no but that's like really the reason no that's what you went through I'm so glad (laughs) I lived in Chicago where there's so many black hairstylists everywhere see the thing is that there's black hairstylists where I live but they just didn't know how to do in my community it was, like, either white or Latino, and the Latinos weren't fucking with me because I don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, it was one of those stereotypical mixed <laughs> girl struggles. Mixed girl problems. So, but really, like, that's why, like, I'm still trying to figure out, like, ways to take care of my hair. But that whole exchange was really confusing to me. Because she at first she was complimenting me, and then she Dis- did a 180 and dragged me. So I was... Which was so confusing. <laughs> and I think the part where, like, I was trying to get the girl to understand and make sure that Whitney didn't beat her ass for was the fact that Whitney and this girl have completely different curl patterns. I was like, Whitney's like a four, like, B, whatever. I was like, sis, I'm like 4C. Like, you have kinks. Like, your hair, you're not going to retain length because 
the curl pattern you have has a lot of shrinkage. Like, that's just point blank. That's, like, a fact. Mm -hmm. And she didn't want to listen and she kept basically like accusing Whitney of just like I don't know just basically being she, like she thought we had the same hair type and curl pattern yeah and you didn't but we don't at all listen y'all I'm already confused about what to do with my hair and that whole exchange just made me even more confused so she got your ass basically she dragged Whitney's hair through Phil basically and I was just shook I didn't know what to say I didn't either, because I was like, I thought, I was like, thank you. And then with that, she just kind of left. She literally just, like, as soon as she came, she just whisked on away. Yeah. Well, I was being foul, and I was like, well, why don't you make a YouTube channel? Okay, so here's another thing. Let's say a segue into YouTube for a second. I was talking about this exchange with my sister, and she was like... she. My sister was basically like... The black <laughs> beauty community on YouTube right now, and I'm not saying everyone is like this, but the beauty community for women of color on YouTube really favor, or they're in favor of using all of this product to show a curl pattern and retain all this length, when in reality, their hair and their curls really be crunchy as fuck. Right. So... You can have frizz. Like, it's not a problem to have frizz. And I I was talking to my sister, and we were both, like, we both have frizz. And my sister's curl pattern is probably, like, borderline three or four. Like, her uh-huh. curls are a little bit more loose. But she was, like, I still have frizz, and that's just how my hair is. But it's also, like, if you don't mind and if you don't care, like, there's no issue Well, there's, with your frizz, you know? Yeah. It's, like, if I don't have a problem with you, boo, why are you so mad? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I just, I know the need to eliminate frizz is strong, but I know it's just how my hair is, like, I sleep with silk pillowcases. I know, and you guys, Whitney was, like, in a complex after this. She's, like, going through her regimen. Yeah. She was like, I sleep with a silk pillow, Kiara. I thought I was doing Do I need to deep condition? (laughs) The next time I saw her, she had her hair all deep condition. Well, like, moisturized or wet or something. Which is what I usually do. Like, when I'm in the shower, I just, like, usually I don't shampoo very often. Yeah. Um, I try to limit shampoo to, like, once a week, honestly. Because that shit will dry my hair out, even if it's canned. So, I'm sorry, boo. But, like, that's what I've been told to do. So, I just condition a lot. And then I moisturize a lot. Right. And I feel like my hair looks fine. I mean, sure, yes, I need to deep condition. I, it's something that needs to but, get done. But I feel done. like the deep condition should only be, like, for me, I, I deep condition for, like, my hair's health and, like, the split ends. Yeah. I don't deep condition for frizz. Right. Okay, see, that's where I get confused because I'm like, how can you tell how much I'm deep conditioning? You can, I don't think frizz. you can. I don't think you can. I don't know, y'all. Can you? Do we not know? I don't think you can. In my professional doctor opinion from <laughs> and you've done all the hair care and all the hairstyles i have y'all right now kiara's in braids i was natural for a second it just wasn't for me i got my hair pressed silk pressed i had a weave yes i had um i want to have a wig did but you ever have do relaxer i did relaxer for a long time and basically like for me 
relaxers didn't work well because I just kept my hair kept falling out a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I have way less um, unhealthy shedding than I did um, when I was relaxing my hair. But I mean, my hair like like when I relax my hair and you brush, you shouldn't have like seven strands come out. You know, so like when I get my hair silked press and I brush my hair, like I really only have like one or two hairs come out, if Mm -hmm. any at all. So it's like I just know for me I can't relax my hair anymore Mm -hmm. where like I used to be able to where like my sister, she can relax her hair and she'll be fine. Like honestly, her hair thrived when it was relaxed. Mm -hmm. So it's like I feel like also a little like tangent not everyone's hair is the same and like this natural movement that's been going on like mm-hmm. girls being natural it really isn't for everyone and you know it what? shouldn't I actually be didn't, that's interesting and it shouldn't be for that. everyone because yeah. not everyone thrives off having their hair be natural yeah not everyone thrives off having their hair get relaxed and like i think that everyone should make a point not to shame others who choose to relax their hair or not Mm -hmm. because it's like yes we obviously know why like our hair was relaxed because like we are trying to fit in and like all of that like or like euro like european stuff yeah it's like i don't need to be shamed for like wearing a weave wearing this wearing that it's like what's good for my hair is what i'm gonna do and Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be shamed for that and bringing up an influencer which we'll talk about more later on but one influencer who like i feel like it's a lot of shit for it is tila dunn i don't know if you know her but Mm -hmm. she's this black youtuber she's an actress first and then like went to youtube and literally everyone hates her and roasts her about her hair all the time and it's always like bitch you're not black you're not embracing your culture you don't care at all about like tila like t-e-a-l-a um Um, but she like basically like she like a lot of people shame her for a lot of things one having a lot of white friends and two like people think that she's just not that's a horrible photo of her but (laughs) and two people thinking that she doesn't claim her culture um and we can talk about this on a completely separate episode Mm -hmm. but like i'm so sick and tired of people shaming girls for like wearing weaves and deeming that as them not being black enough yeah because historically black women had to change their hair to fit into certain places right and like obviously that's not like obviously like that's really shitty And, like, we know that, but, like, being educated and having all of that information, I feel like you can make an educated choice to, like, do what you want to do. If you are wanting to be natural, be natural. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you feel, like, more free being natural, then, like, go for it. But, like, I don't think that other people should shame other girls. Yeah. For, like, their choices. Yeah. Because I know you've been bullied about your hair. I've totally been bullied about my hair before. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, like, sometimes that can be one of the digs that, like, I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Because I've relaxed my hair. Now I'm natural. But the only reason I'm natural is because my hair likes being natural better. But some people's hair thrive better when they have chemicals in it. I don't know. Like, my aunt, her hair breaks off. It doesn't matter. So she's like, bitch, I might as well get it relaxed. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But anyway, leave Tila alone. 
You know, and black men have a bad habit of doing this too. Fuck yeah. They're like, I want an all natural girl, but you don't. I I just I honestly I'm confused. I am confusion. Also, I'm like I hate when black men like when a girl doesn't talk to you, the first thing they do is like, well, that's why you don't got any hair in your head. Yeah. It's like it's hella disrespectful. I'm like, I'm not gonna like go through my photos and show you how long my hair really is. Yeah. But like, you don't have to go there. Like, I don't talk shit on your dick, which I could. Mm-hmm. But I don't unless you come from me. I feel like, yeah, I feel like regard like white people go and criticize black women. Mm-hmm. Black people go and criticize black women. It's like we can never win. Yeah, and that's like. I've gotten bullied so much about my hair and it, like, being short that, like, I... That's why I had braids when I was mm-hmm. in high school. Because I got braids because I was, like, always crying about how short my hair was. And I was like, I'm going to get braids because I know my hair will grow. And then as soon as I got braids and I took them out and my hair was longer, I, like, didn't get any insults. That is so foul. I, I can't. Know. Right? I feel like, yeah, I feel like regardless, like, black women are gonna get some negative feedback about their hair, like, wherever. Yeah, wherever you go, like, why is your hair so nappy? Yeah. Like, why is it so tough? Okay, when I was in Vegas this past time, I tried out a different hairstyle. Like, I did, like, these, like, crochet hair, basically, where, like, it's not, like, they do braids kind of like weave and then instead of sewing on hair it's kind of like they it's kind of like knitting they like literally knit it in your hair Mm -hmm. so I had that and literally this white man who I scammed into the VIP area from he literally looked at my hair and was like what are these like your hair is so disgusting it's so gross what the fuck so nasty so nappy like I and I was like okay then like give me money to fix it And, like, obviously I was joking, like, to, like, make myself feel better. But I was, like, butthurt. I was actually really sad because, one, I was super insecure about my hair and that style already. And, like, I didn't want to have anyone come for me for that. And to have him, like, come for me so hard. And he, like, was... Why? Oh, my. Was he white? Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to be foul about people's experience. Listen, my mom is a big girl, so I feel like I have some right saying it. He was big as fuck. So I was like, nigga, you don't have any room to talk. You got a pot belly. I'm looking at it. I'm touching your prego belly right now. You can't talk about experience when you look like that. And I know that's foul. But that's how I thought at the time. Yeah. Hair is so sensitive it really for black be the women. ugliest people that have the most to say and the rudest things to say and it's like oh my god like what are you gonna do when like you have a child like you're yeah. dead ass gonna like like remember that one time you were an asshole to that black girl like now that's happening to your daughter mm-hmm. so it's like come on like you can't i don't know yeah I feel like we're always telling men to get their shit together. Really? Like, men are trash. (laughs) Can y'all stop insulting women about their hair? And black men need to stop this whole, oh my god, I want a natural woman, but they want, like, women who look like Kim Kardashian, who we all know ain't natural. Got that booty. Or those Insta baddies that be acting like they work out a lot, but they actually have a lot of work done, which is fine. Like, do... If you want to get work done, get, get work, work done. done. But 
people need to know that that's not natural. And that's not real. And that's okay. Yeah. But stop criticizing other women for, for not looking like that. Yeah, it's really, really annoying. And so... I've had enough. Whitney's had enough. Everyone just needs to stop. And I feel like that's why the beauty community and influencer community is very like strong now but even people come for them yeah and even they can be problematic towards like women of color I feel like the beauty community is can be problematic towards women of color the most when it's supposed to be like a more inclusive community yeah and like when you think about it like going back to like YouTube's roots, it was a place for people who were the outcasts. Yeah. Who literally like had no friends, were super depressed, super anxious, whatever, were going through shit in their life. And they said, like, okay, if I can't talk to anyone else, at least I can talk to this fucking camera and maybe someone will listen to me. Mm-hmm. So it's mind boggling how disrespectful people can be. But we'll get into that mm-hmm. a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But y'all, microaggressions at work with hair. Oh, my God. Okay, so so I just started this new job three months ago, and it literally felt like I was back in high school or college. (laughs) You know what I mean? When people are like the initial uh, shock of, wow, how do you get your hair like that? Like, the initial shock of having, like, a black woman there. They're like, oh, my God, your hair. How do you do that? I'm like, listen, Karen, how do you do that? But it's but it's other people of color, non-black people of color, who be like, how do you get it? Like, what do you go get it done? Like, where do you go get it done? Yeah. And I'm like, huh? And, like, sometimes... You know in your heart of heart that they're coming from a place of genuinely just being like, I don't know. Like, can you tell me? But then there's some people who are just doing it to be fucking assholes. Yeah. And it's like, there are so many different colors and races around. Like, I don't know where y'all from, but in California, it's not like this is a foreign concept. Like, there are different shades here, different types of people here. Mm -hmm. Yes, some places are predominantly white, predominantly Asian, but, like, there's black people almost everywhere you go in the Bay Area for the most part. So... There is really no, and like also black celebrities, like there is really no reason for people to be like. Still asking these questions. Also, there's computer. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Google is your friend. Oh my God. YouTube. You can use her. Instagram also has some tea sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like everyone's expectation that like a black woman in the office has to like break down her hair care routine which I don't I don't I went to my interview with this all out and they fucking gave me an offer on the spot so like I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing people thought that they can tell me what they can't what I can and cannot do with my hair which actually has happened to people that I don't well I don't know if that's happened to people that I personally know me but I know it what? Bitch, at that interview. Which interview? Last year when I was going through my interview process, a foul-ass company named Benefit Cosmetics was very, <laughs> very, very rude to me. I literally walked in, and I know it was because I had braids. 
She looked at me and was done. The interview lasted like two minutes. She didn't ask me any questions. She didn't even want to look at my resume. Benefit, if you're listening, DM us and we'll give you all the tea about this foul ass person. And the other tea is that the person that was there, you yeah. is black. And she wears wigs. But she wears wigs. Yeah, she wears wigs. See, that's the thing. So I'm going through that right now since I'm going through the job process now. Um, I'm trying to figure out if I should keep my braids or if I should go back to a weave so that I get a job. See, and that's another thing that a lot of people don't think about. Like, women of color really aren't hired sometimes because of how we're looked at wearing certain hairstyles well and didn't recently i don't remember which state but recently one state said that it's illegal to not hire a woman of color. new york there we go because and it's like who like why is that even a law i know like why is that even a thought and that's like so sad and that's just like some of the struggles we have to go through so y'all privileged ass white people and white passing people yeah white do passing not need people. to alter their hair for like anything use your voice for good yeah because some of us don't have the opportunity to like express like how hard it is to like get a job start working just navigating all of that and your hair like you shouldn't have to worry about your hair at work No. Like, when I switched up from my weave to my braids, I was thankful that I had one older white woman in my team. She said, bitch, I ain't gonna ask you shit because I already know. And I'm edumacated. I said, thank you, Rosemary. But then everyone else was foul, but, you know. You know what? I actually have a friend who told me that... um, they were doing some sort of a pitch at her company, which I'm not going to name. Okay. Um, well-known tech company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were doing some sort of a pitch, and this girl was like, I think we should do something about how white people are afraid to ask black women questions about their hair. Because then you guys always get mad. Like, I just want to know why you do that to your hair. <laughs> Goodbye. And my friend, my friend's black, and she was basically like, yeah, that's not, it's going to be a no for me, dog. dog. <laughs> like, that would be the most problematic thing ever. I feel like ever. white people just need to educate themselves. Yeah. Like, that's literally all you need to do. Like, historically, it makes sense. And it's also, like, for me, like, I feel like it also kind of depends on who you meet. Like, for me, if you're genuinely asking to ask a question, I have no issue answering. But you can tell when people are being genuine. Like, if yeah. they have a question, like, about curl pattern or hair texture. Yeah. Or, um, like, a, you know, your curl, your uh, hair routine. Mm-hmm. That's valid. But people just being like, oh, like, can I touch your hair? Like, wow, it's so... It, or it's, it looks people like not asking and just fisting like that girl at pink elephant who touched my hair and i was looking like well she's also, also black you so, should know you know she should have known so i didn't think much of it but also, i was when still we were out like, at brunch remember when we went to that day party brunch thing with like one of my friends um from chicago and that guy ran at the up, hotel right yeah and this guy ran up to whitney 
and fisted her hair. And Whitney was literally doing um, a Matrix-style swerve. And he got so pressed about you swerving his hand. I honestly don't remember that because it's happened so many times. I (laughs) I was literally, like, baffled at how angry this man was with the fact of you being, like, don't fucking touch my hair. Yeah. I'm like, how can you be mad that, like, we don't want you to touch our hair? Your dirty ass hands. hands. Like, I don't know where those hands have been. Like, why like, would I want your greasy hands? And in I'm my a hair? germaphobe. And like, it's also no. like, if you're not close with me, don't touch my hair. Yeah, no, that's if like a cool, common rule. You can touch my hair. Like, I honestly have no problem with it. Like, once I'm close to you, I love touching white people's hair. Because I love playing with it. And they love playing with mine. And I don't care once we're cool. But when we're not at that point... Then it's weird. You can catch these hands. I actually had an experience when I was younger. Um, I needed to get my... I wanted to get my hair straightened for a wedding. Mm -hmm. I was going to be in a wedding. And this was down in Orange County. So... Caucasian. My, we had a family relative who recommended this really nice hair salon. We went in and my mom goes, are you guys able to do textured hair? Like, can you do that? And the woman at the front desk was like, yeah, like we can totally do that. Mind you, I was probably... Were you like young? 14 at the oh, time. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... We schedule an appointment. I go into that hair salon for an appointment. Mm -hmm. And the girl who was supposed to do my hair was this, like, like white blonde woman. And, and, like, that's not meant to be foul. Like, you know, cosmetology school, there's a lot of people of different backgrounds. There there are. Who do cosmetology. So, you know, I'm not going to judge, but as a black woman... Not even as, not even really as a black woman, because I'm just half black, but as a person with like black ass hair. It's just slightly concerning. I kind of seek to get my hair done from other black women because it's just, it's more credible. Uh, Black, black hairstylists have more credibility to me. Because they know what they're doing and they kind of make that their priority. Like, even if you look at some black uh, hairstylists or cosmetologist profiles, they'll say they specialize in uh, multicultural or multi-ethnic hair. Hair, right. So, that's just kind of the first impression that I got. And, like, it's not to be prejudiced or anything like that. It's just a little concerning when... You're gonna. You're about to get your hair done by For a, a white woman who has pin straight blonde hair. Yeah, and you literally like never know. And it's not like, like, for white people, it's easier to find hairstylists. Way you easier. You can walk into a shop. Way and easier. Honestly, all you really care about is Yelp being like, if they're rude, you don't go. If they're nice, you go. Or yeah. like, if they aren't clean, you don't go. If they are clean, you go. For a black woman to find a good hairstylist. I was researching you have for, to like, research. three months. Yeah. And then like, I just went to your girl. Because Denise does that. See, researching and word of mouth, I actually referred her to Brie. Yeah. I mean... Because she, she was researching a place, too. It's, like, it's really hard to find people. And I, like, stumbled across that place, like, 
with my, one of my aunt was visiting and then we just like stumbled across it. And then like, after she left, I went in with one of my friends, Maddie, and I was like, can you like relax my hair and make sure it doesn't fall out? And she was like, yeah. And so like, we got trust and she was that bitch yeah and she continues to be that bitch but it's just so much harder to find a black hairstylist so already for you probably going into this you're already like fuck well yeah and not just that so i sit in the chair she gets a pick out red flag number one like you don't i'm here to get my hair pressed what does a pick have to do with me getting my hair pressed like you don't use it for that so that was red flag number one. Then she starts, like, I had two braids because that was how I always wore my hair as a kid. Um, just, like, two pigtail braids. And, like, we took them out, and she was literally, like, picking through my hair, like, just, like, observing and kind of, like, mm. I think she's trying to figure out literally how to approach this. Yeah, she was. And so she goes and talks with another hairstylist, and, like, I can see my mom, like, in the waiting area of the salon and like my mom was kind of like the fuck is going on so this girl who was doing my hair goes and talks goes and talks to another stylist like behind me and they're talking and then they both come and the hairstylist is like yeah I just I just don't know what to do with this I just don't know how to go about this at all and so then my mom was like we were told that you guys were able to do textured hair And the hairstylist was like, yeah, like, I'm so sorry. I mean, like, I really know how how I should do it. Let me go ahead and call another salon for you guys and schedule an appointment. Like, I'm so sorry. I really, like, I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to do anything. Right. You know, and, like, that's valid. Which is good on her. It's valid that she admitted that. Up your hair. But the thing that bothered me was kind of, like, in cosmetology school, what the fuck are they teaching you guys? Like, you guys are supposed to be able to do all different types of hair. And I understand that some some people specialize in certain things. But if you want to gain more clientele, you need to, like, go above and beyond with your skill set. But Period. again, that's another thing that white people don't don't do. do. They Period. don't need to do. Period. Ever in the Period. workplace ever. Period. So um so then I go and get my hair done. But yeah, that was that. It was just too much. It was too much. Yeah, too much, too much, too much. Yeah, I didn't take my braids out until I knew my hair was longer, and I like had a little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. And even then, I put it in a bun a lot because I was still shy. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, my God, now I'm a pretty bitch. And then I took her out. And then I was like, oh, my God. And then everyone was like, oh, my God. Wait, what? I am so confused on what was just said. Anyway, I'm going to disregard all of that. Because <laughs> Kiara's doing the most. I'm always doing the most. I'm saying the most. Period. But what we wanted to segue into was the beauty community in YouTube, like we just previously talked about with hair skincare makeup youtube has it all you guys um i love youtube yeah which means i keep up with it as if it's my life my occupation so i literally love this stuff and know this stuff and y'all i can't wait to get into it kiara has her youtube degree her four-year youtube degree i do (laughs) magnum cloud however you say it, because I'm uneducated feel, but I'm going to disregard that too anyway. Beauty come loud. (laughs) 
So I thought it was cum laude. I know. That's why I don't know how to say. Also, last night I tried to pronounce this pasta and it was like taggy latte. I don't know. Anyway, it was Italian. I pronounced it tagalatte and it wasn't that. I think the G is silent. I know. So I was embarrassed. Anyhow. Okay. So we are going to talk about the beauty community. I am like jazzed specifically about how racist... I'm kidding. No, but we are. Talking about how racist a lot of these people can be. Well, let's bring up something real quick. We were talking previously about hair. Yes, we were. And how historically black women had to alter their hair. Yes. Because of systematic issues. Mm -hmm. Us being discriminated against. And that is the same for the beauty community in general. general. So even with skincare and makeup, I mean skincare mm, I, I don't no, know well, it, skincare is just products. Well I was gonna say like for skincare I think it would be a different avenue. Like right. facials I think, like which is, lasering which doesn't like that. really well I mean there's laser chemical hair chemical removal, peels which you know black women couldn't do because the complexion and all that but and black makeup, women couldn't do chemical peels. Really? No because um so I think like, like I don't know, I don't know all the history of it, but I know that like, um, doing a chemical peel like as a black woman um, back in the day, it was kind of like, it might really really fuck up your skin and not bring out that baby smooth skin. Like that it, is really interesting. Like I, I don't know what they were doing, but they not it. So yeah, but. What what I was going to say, too, is, you know, skincare is a whole realm. We could talk about that for days. Yeah. But a lot, similar to hair care, makeup, mm-hmm. the, the makeup community and the makeup industry was really not in favor of, of any women. Which is weird because literally if you Google it online, black women are the period, face of makeup. Not the face, not just the face, but they're the ones who spend the most money oh, on yes. hair care beauty period Mm -hmm. like there's literally like you guys could look it up online like I did a PR project on this um to like back up what I was going to do next Mm -hmm. for a campaign black women are the people who are willing to spend the most money on anything that has to do with like physical appearance and it's like white women are actually like down below because y'all heathens but anyway (laughs) You know what's interesting? Black women spend the most money on their appearance, but we get paid less. I know we get white paid. women. This whole system is fucked up. Anyway, um, that could be on another topic. But <laughs> in terms of makeup, as Whitney was saying, it really wasn't in favor of women of color, and it really wasn't until more. Um, YouTubers like Alyssa Ashley, like Auntie Jackie, um, Jackie, Auntie Jackie, Auntie Jackie, Jackie Ina, Jackie Ina, <laughs> but our Auntie, um, I don't know how to pronounce her name that well, so I'm so sorry. It's like Nima or Naima, I don't know. She's like really hella dark skin. Uh-huh. Girl, we got this motorcycle. I hate Rolling Oakland. Here. He's showing out for who? I think it might be multiple people. Okay. Okay, it passed. Okay. What we were saying... They spoke out a lot about how it's really difficult for them to find their shades. Yeah, so just to give some background, 
the makeup industry was not really in favor of black women. Why? Because mm-hmm. the way that they produced their ranges of shades um, and their foundation was like hell. All these white shades, all these white to beige shades, but then there was only like three deep tones for right. black women. And I guess a lot of companies were doing this. And not think, like every company, like even like drugstores going all the way up to like high end brands. So like your yeah. Maybelline all the way to Dior. Mm-hmm. We're doing the same thing, like basically getting away with murder, mm-hmm. like three foundation shades for women of color, three con like three highlights for women of color. And it was mostly just a ton of um, whites, a ton of ton of white shades for everyone else. So yeah. do like 25 shades and then like three. And they basically they were doing the bare minimum. But they didn't care because no one was continuously calling them out. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like these women who, like I had mentioned, were the ones calling them out. And they all were on different spectrums of the shade rings. Like, Alyssa is, like... She's super light. She's kind of, like, your skin tone, maybe, like, slightly darker. Yeah. Jackie Ina is, like, more of mine, like, that chocolatey, milk chocolate type of vibe. Mm -hmm. And, like... Naima, I literally feel like a horrible human being for not knowing how to pronounce her name. She's, like, dark as hell. Hmm. And so it's just interesting that, like, all three of them, Alyssa using her privilege as a light-skinned woman Mm -hmm. to call out these brands. And so they kind of jeopardize their sponsorships, their deals, their coins to call out all of these brands saying, y'all are not doing it Mm -hmm. and y'all ain't ever going to do it. And you're missing out on a huge demographic of people who would love to spend money. Because also like, it's not even just the foundation, but the foundation is like a base for your makeup. Makeup. Mm -hmm. And if you can't produce deeper shades and foundations and you can't produce deeper shades that fit well with like contouring, concealer, eyeshadow, even like things as like, Like, as simple as lipstick and lip gloss and blush, like you were saying, and things like that. Or, like, even, like, eyebrow tint. I don't know. But it just, like, translates to a whole other realm of other products that black women weren't able to use. And I didn't get into makeup till college. And one of the reasons why I didn't get into makeup was because I couldn't find my shade anywhere. And I always felt like I looked like a clown. And I was just like, I don't want to wear makeup if, like, this is how I'm going to look. Mm-hmm. Like, And I couldn't find anyone on YouTube who looked like me that was doing makeup tutorials that, like, I could watch and, like, take notes of. Mm-hmm. So it's so great that, like, that's out there now. And there's a shit ton more of, like, women of color who are, like, posting a lot. So... My girl, Jackie Ina, did her thing. She did her thing, and people want to bring her her down. down. Like, they want to bring down Ariana Grande, my black queen. Anyway. (laughs) By the way, if you haven't listened, go listen to our episode on black appropriation with the Kardashians and Ariana Grande. (laughs) Thank you. Next. Anyhow, um, while she was making huge strides, there's a lot of stuff that happened. One, she was calling out these brands, and they were listening, which was great. Two, all these white people were seeing her success with calling out these brands, so they bandwagoned on that shit and all of a sudden decided that they were, too, going to call out these 
well-known brands and say they were also shady. Whoa, that's some tea. Three. Jeez. The racists popped out and they decided to come for our queen. Not only her, but like they just decided to come out in general and just mm-hmm. start saying some problematic shit. Yeah. Um, One person in particular, and I know some of y'all have his products. <coughs> Jeffrey Star is racist, racist, period. And, you know, like, I ha- I know a couple people who use Jeffree Star products. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, when have you ever seen a black woman vouch for Jeffree Star or support Jeffree Star? Just take a minute and ask yourself that. I used to watch him before I knew anything and then as soon as I heard about what he did with Jackie Ina, I was and like... And Makeup Shayla. Yeah, and with Makeup Shayla, especially that. Well, like, kind of surfacing that, and then he kind of tried to save face. Um, and then the whole Jackie Ina thing, I was like, okay, Again. not once, but twice. Okay, like, bitch, I ain't dumb. And I just want to bring up the fact, too, that um, recently, and we... If you haven't listened to our Jordan's Juices episode, the number three, <laughs> go listen to it. But, we, you know, we slipped in uh, the fact that Jeffree Star had some shit to say about that. That's on that episode. But I wanted to bring up the fact that Jeffree Star mm-hmm. also brought up some information that could potentially hurt Jordan Woods. And he does that because he knows he has a following. And this is what he does to target black women who Tell are... Him who have um, a platform. He targets them, Mm -hmm. and he knows what he's doing because he knows he has a very large following, and he knows that it's going to potentially hurt them, their families, or their careers. Mainly, I feel like he cares about the career going, but also... And he, like, I just really need people to know and to notice... That he does this. Deliberately. Deliberately to black women. And I wanted to bring up Jordan Woods because that was a recently thing that came out. Anyway. But it's true. So basically he he just like, uh, like obviously before like that news came out that he was racist like in the past. And well, like let's, said, let's walk through what happened with him and Jackie Ina. Okay, girl, pull up the receipts because my good sis Whitney has um, our evidence We have our papers because as we are lawyers, we carry our facts and our proof um, to go into how we think he's trash. So basically there was, well, I guess the most recent one about the hairstylist. Oh my God. Yeah. Who, (laughs) well, and Alyssa's twin sister literally said, I hear him all the time saying like, and like the n-word like I hear him all the time saying racial slurs like I hear him do this repeatedly there's okay like I just also want to point out that there's like a difference between people who tweet about something like in the past they obviously say something racist like definitely I really do believe people can change but if you continuously are doing the same thing over and over again, like, obviously, you're not changed. You're racist. That's the thing, too. And that's what I want to make clear. We're not saying, we're not saying, like, oh, my God, Jeffrey Star is racist because of what he did 20 years ago. Like, calling someone, like, nigger who was white. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not saying that. We're saying what he continuously keeps doing 
over and over and over again. That's why he's racist. So, okay, let's walk through what's happened in the recent years. He had a feud with Jackie Ina. Yeah. Um, I still am not clear on all the details about that, but I just know that he, he, wait, he called her a gorilla. Yeah. He called her a gorilla in some text messages. Um, he told someone that he wanted to pour acid on them to make them lighter. Foul. He's just like... There was a video of him saying that. Yeah. He's just like gone above and beyond. Basically, I the think like, I don't know the main details, but what he continuously does, he did to make up by Shayla and Jackie Ina. He okay. calls women of color and he relates them to animals. Yeah, like he does. gorillas, monkeys, rats. Like, you can't do that. What happened with makeup Shayla? Because I remember seeing that all over Twitter. It, okay, so it literally, it kind of, like, took down her career a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it did. Because he said that, and instead of owning it, he, what I hate what white people do is instead of owning your mistakes, which I feel like. Wait, what did he say? Basically, he, like, I did it. But she was doing all this stuff to me. Like, she was yelling at me. She was bullying at me. Like, she was blah, blah, blah. Like, I painting saw that. her out like, to I be saw, this angry black woman. Yeah, like, I saw that he was, he was, like, putting it all on her. Putting it all on her. Like, going on one of his Snapchat rants. Literally just being like, she did this. She did that. Blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, my God. She did this. And that's why I called her a rat. I know that's bad. But I did it out of being like I was trying to be the bigger person I had enough like she did this I had to do it come on bro yeah no and obviously like he has built this fandom like that has a weird craze for attacking like it's so unhealthy well he is the face of that and he does that he attacks other people and he's like letting them know you should do that. So anytime someone doesn't, like, do something that he agrees on, it, it just, like, ruins them, basically. And it mm-hmm. just is so shitty that that happens. So that happened with her. And then Jackie Ina, like, went through all of that. But my good sis prevailed because she's that bitch. But basically she, like, called him out on his shit and was just kind of like, I don't want to, like... Basically, he did this whole public apology being like, I am not racist. This was after the gorilla text surfaced, right? Right. And there was already things that had happened before with Jackie Ina, like, in the industry that wasn't public knowledge. So, like, just things that he would do, things that he would say. Um, I think even in in one of Zachary Campbell's YouTube videos, they were talking about Jeffree Star. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, like, they personally know people who know Jeffree. And he says some foul ass shit. shit. And, like, racist slurs. It's yeah. like, you... Uh, it's just so fucking bad. So, he's saying all of these horrible words. And what happens? There, well, Not, I mean, like, you know, like, what happens after that? Well, he his career is still thriving because people are still buying his damn and highlighters. And not only that, like, it's just so fucked up. And this is, like, why I wanted to bring it up with you on the podcast because like there's other stuff that's happened with other people in the beauty community and it's been a totally different experience jeffree star posts um a fake ass apology about how he's not racist how does he get rewarded he has his products put in all of the morphe stores wait what 
He um, is doing all these different partnerships. He works closely with Louis Vuitton to get all these, like, different bags that he likes, customizations, still lives in Calabasas. Like, honestly, what has happened to him since all of these things keep coming up? Nothing. People attacking everyone who's calling him out on his shit continuously time and time again. So that's what happens with him. Now, Laura Lee, who is also really problematic and also has had issues with Jackie Ina, she's a white woman from, like, the South um, in the beauty community. She also has a lot of followers. I guess Jackie Ina, like, knows that she's racist and kind of alludes to her being, like, racist several times. Mm -hmm. Um, A few tweets came out of her saying, like, some fucked up shit. She apologizes. And what happens to her? She loses all of her brand deals. She loses all of her sponsorships. Her career, like, went down a peg. She got off of YouTube for, like, months. She posted an apology. Everyone said it was bullshit. She had to post a different apology. She went through hell and back. Jeffrey is, like, Jeffrey's racism is brushed off. But Laura Lee's is not. And y'all, I just pulled up one of the tweets that Laura Lee was criticized for. Tip for all black people, if you pull your pants up, you can run from the police faster. Hashtag you're welcome. What the fuck? So she says really fucked up. (gasps) How do you blindfold a Chinese person? Put floss over their eyes. (gasps) Oh my god. So for her... Oh, and then her public apology. She went through shit. She had to deactivate her Twitter account. She had to do a shit ton of things. Another beauty um, YouTuber who went through something similar to that, Manny MUA. Yeah. Nikita Dragon, Gabriel Zamora. Um, They're all people of color. Um, uh, Manny being more white passing than the other two. Um, And Nikita also, like, besides being um, a woman of color, she's also transgender. So she has, like, two things, um, like, knocked on her belt. Yeah. Um, They did something racist as well. I can't remember what it was, but it was something foul. Nothing happens with Nikita. Nothing really happens with Gabriel. Um, Meanie has to go MIA for, like, two months. Does, has to do this whole redemption story. I don't think he lost, like, any sales from that. But just, like, the unfairness for me is just what's so fucked up. Meanwhile, when all this racist shit was happening, Jeffree Star was so happy. He literally did, like, a Snapchat or tweet, like, karma. It's like, boo, we're not forgetting that you're still racist. (laughs) No one forgot you're still fucked up. I feel like it's honestly because... Because... Jeffree Star has built, like, a whole empire. He has so much money. Yeah. And, like, Manu and MUA and Nikita Dragon, like, they they don't have as many resources as Jeffree does. At all. How long have they been in the game? I don't think that long. Because Jeffree's been been in the the game game for for a while. while. Yeah. I don't think that long. But I just... It's just baffling to me that Jeffree Star being a racist and Laura Lee being a racist were treated completely different. And it was to me so fucked up because it's like, I don't like, here's the thing. Like I kind of, I 
a part of me felt a little bit bad for Loralee that she lost all of her business. But why I felt bad for her was probably because she's like, okay, Jeffrey's also racist. Like, why isn't his shit getting fucked up too? Yeah. Well deserved that her shit got canceled, but be fucking consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Which really brings us to the recent tea with Olivia Jade and Aunt Becky with this whole college scandal thing. First of all, I'm not surprised. And this isn't new news. So Olivia Jade, I didn't really know she was, um, like, a part of the beauty community. Um, That's how she started out, and then she, like, kind of went into lifestyle. So I was actually a fan of hers watching. So I knew she didn't like school. I knew she, like, didn't, like, she wasn't really a fan of school, but she got into USC. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I told Whitney this earlier, I kind of just thought, like, oh, she just must be really, really smart. Obviously, she's connected, so obviously she's going to get in. I mm-hmm. mean, that's just politics when it comes to college. Yeah. Like, most white people get into any place they want to because they have connections. Most yeah, rich and white money. people get in because they have connections. So for me, I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't care. This ain't. Like, whatever. So, Olivia Jade, you know, the recent call... Basically, her mother spent $500,000 to get her into USC. For rowing on an athletic... Like, basically got recruited to do rowing. Yeah, but it was, like, a whole scheme to get her into (laughs) USC. Like, they basically, like... Scan- basically the FBI like arrested yeah her mom and like she I think she and was- a couple other like 50 other people yeah it was like a part of this whole scheme which we'll get into a little later but came to light yeah this week and Olivia Jade was dropped by Sephora yeah and Tresemme and I think a couple other brands which yeah where was this energy for okay i know like scamming your way into college and like having the fbi on your shit is that's kind of like bad that's a really big deal yeah but where like why can't the same repercussions happen happen to jeffree star i know and that's why i feel like we put her in this episode to show like okay like we're happy that a white woman got what she deserved but also bring that bitch down From what I gather Mm -hmm. about the beauty community in general is just that there's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes with Jeffree Star that we don't know about. And, like, we only know of him... How he presents himself. Yeah, we only know of him, like, doing these foul racist things because other people have brought it to light. Yeah. But the way people talk in the industry and, like, the way people... Like, these B-listers, mm-hmm. like, these C and B-lister celebrities, the way they talk about him is kind of like, Jeffrey is racist. Yeah. Like, he, the things he He's says like behind closed doors. And it's really, like, our job as a community of folk to stop watching him, to stop, He has, like, like millions of views on his stuff, and I just... It's another thing that I just don't understand. And like, even James Charles. After his whole Ebola like Ebola incident, his career soared. I mean, he I think the only thing he lost was that cover girl thing. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know who James Charles is, um, another white beauty influencer on YouTube who made a comment 
again about black people. Yeah. Um, and he just his career is still going on. It's still thriving and moving. I don't think he's racist. I just think he's stupid. stupid. So this week we had the college admittance scandal involving Olivia Jade, and I just want to wrap this up. Yeah. By saying that white people's <laughs> white privilege is on another level. level. It is unreal. And, like, I think that even that even connects to Jeffree Star and his position of power in the makeup industry. He has white male privilege, and so I kind of feel like that's why he doesn't suffer any consequences comparing to, to other, other people. people. Yeah, that's why I feel like... I- Laura Lee is white, and, but she's a woman. But so. she's a woman. That's the thing, too. And then James Charles... White, white. Oh, oh my god, I almost said black. He white. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. He white, he a boy, he's young. I mean, it's just baffling. White privilege, won't he do it? Yeah. And to wrap that up, I just want to say, because I really had some opinions about this Olivia Jade situation. I don't understand why white people go through leaps and hoops. <laughs> To get someplace when they can already do that in a legal way. Yeah. And that's I don't understand why Jeffree Star goes through leaps and hoops to target black women when he already has a million dollar empire. I know. It's like, why? Why? Y'all greedy. And if you can't recognize that this man is racist or he has some tendencies to be racist, you really need to reflect. Patrick Starr doesn't like Jeffree Star. Patrick Starr is, like, Filipino. He's a makeup person. He was, like, one of the first people. Mm-hmm. And, like, he kn- he obviously knows Jeffree's racist. Like, he could have. They could have been friends. Yeah. But he chose not to. Yep. There's non-black people in the beauty community who are choosing to be, like, I don't like that. Um, there was Stephanie who was from SF and then she moved to LA. She did a whole video about how she is not going to support Jeffree Star after the whole makeup Shayla stuff happened because she doesn't believe that it is okay to discriminate someone based on race or gender, which should be the standard. And I feel like for makeup, kind of tying it all back into what we were talking about before, why would you want to spend your hard-earned money on someone who's excluding you after we've been excluded from makeup for so long? Yes. But the thing is, I don't think... I honestly don't think black people are spending money on his products. I think it's honestly... Because I know some non-black people who still buy his products. I know white people who still buy his products. And I know y'all know better. So I'm going to just leave it at that. You guys, there's so many other brands that are, like, not racist, actually like people of color, actually try and diversify, like, their company internally and what they project externally. You can go buy Fenty Beauty at FentyBeauty.com. Bloop! Do you have anything else to say about Olivia? No, I just want to say that it makes me mad that white people... Get away with anything. Well, they ain't getting away. They getting arrested. I love that song. But it still goes to show, like, college admittance has been a scam. I knew that. Since the beginning. Yep. And it's, again, another thing to notice. If a certain demographic is being excluded, notice that there's a problem. Who gonna make a t-shirt of that? Bloop. Also, on a final note, 
I would just like to say I feel really bad for all those college athletes out there who might have been gypped from getting recruited to row at USC because Olivia snatched their spot. Well, it's not just Olivia, boo. I know, but it's a lot, a lot of, of white people. people. But I'm just saying. Where was affirmative action? Y'all stole it. And thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I have a fun thing that I read online that I think that everyone should do. If you liked this episode or if you liked one of our episodes before, text one of your friends and tell them why you think that they should listen to our podcast. See you on the next podcast. I just waved at nothing. (laughs) And for those reasons, I'm out, bitch. (laughs) Goodbye.